Bonjour. Welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast, hosted by Taylor. Today, I'm very happy to be joined by Mathieu Durand from Le Maine Giraud. How are you today, Mathieu? I'm very fine, thank you. Great to speak with you. Can you tell us who are you and what do you do at Le Maine Giraud? My name is Mathieu and I am in charge now of the estate, an estate that has been bought by my grandfather in 1938. Then my father and my uncle worked together and now me and my father working together and we are producers. So we have vines that we grow, we do make the wine and that we distill then and we then store the eau de vie into oak barrels in order to make our own cognac. So everything is done A to Z at the domain. Exactly. Yeah. From uh, yeah, the beginning to the bottling. And where is Le Maine Giraud situated in the Charente? Alors, we are 20 kilometers south of Angoulême, not very far from a little village called Blanzac. And I'm located in the Fimbois region, just at the border between Petit Champagne and Fimbois. But we are in Fimbois. And what cognac will we be tasting today? So the cognac you're going to taste will be the XO, which is our oldest cognac for now. And this XO is a blend of eau de vie that are older than 25 years old. For our listeners who may be getting their first introduction to Le Maine Giraud, what other cognacs are in the range? We have in our range four different cognac. The youngest that we sell is five years old, that the one we call MG Glass. It is a cognac that can be drunk as a long drink mixed with grape juice or tonic or as a cocktail. And then we do have all the uh, cognacs, such as the VSOP, which is eight years old, the Via Reserve, which is 15 years old, and the XO, uh, which is so 25 years old. About this XO, how would you describe the style of this cognac? I think it is a cognac that is very rich uh, in taste, very intense, because the time spent in the barrel brought many flavors to this cognac. I would say it's made of smoothness, richness, and stays a long time in your mouth. It's a cognac that's very from the old cognac, I would say. How is a cognac like this blended and made each year? Do you do a new blend each year or is it like a perpetual blend? We do make a blend once a year, for example. And usually in order to keep the same quality, we're going to blend three following years. So usually 25, 26, 27 years in order to, to keep the quality constant from one year to another. And then my father and I, are the cellar masters, I would say. We adapt a proportion of each vintage in this cognac, I would say. And in terms of distillation, do you distill on the lees or without the lees? We do distill with the lees, actually, because the distillation with the lees brings an eau de vie which is a little bit more uh, rounded and with more body and more fruitiness, I would say. Because especially when you are on old cognac, it brings a little something richer, yeah. How much time did the cognac spend in new oak barrels? Alors, usually the cognac spend three or four years in into new oak barrels, and then we transfer them into older ones. I would say that the color will be taken in the first years because the, the new oak brings the color to this uh, cognac, and then the flavor and the taste will improve throughout the years. 
And are the barrels from the Limousin or Troncet or a little bit of both? From the Limousin, mostly. We do buy our own woods. We age the wood for three years here. And we bring the wood to the barrel maker for the barrel making. We buy new barrels every year to store the new eau de vie. Out of curiosity, how much does a new barrel cost? If it would be around eight and nine hundred euros. Not cheap, a new barrel. And you said that you keep the oak at the domain for a period of three years. Can you explain that process? In order to make a barrel, the wood has to be dry. And you have two ways to make it dry. You put the wood into an oven, so that's quick, but flavor is not as subtle and rich. Or the other option would be to wait for three years outside. So wood dries himself without any problem, only from the rain, from the wind, from the local and the natural elements. And the wood, the tannin then are much softer and bring something yeah, richer and rounder to this eau de vie. So that's a choice we made. Cognac and barrels are linked and the process of making is actually long for both of them. The barrel making uh, needs a lot of knowledge as well. Now, you said that your domain is situated more in the southern part of the Charente. What are some of the climactic challenges that you have to deal with as a vigneron? We notice climate change because, for example, the harvest used to be in October and now it's usually in September. So we see an evolution anyway. The good thing is vine is something coming from the south, from Italy mostly, and vine is as a good adaptation from the droughts and stuff like this. For example, this year, which has been very dry, has been anyway a good year because the roots, which are very deep in the soil, will find water and humidity. So it's it was actually, uh, despite of the drought, it was quite a good year for the quantity and for the quality. Okay. And is your particular location prone to hail and frosts? Unfortunately, yes. For example, in the tire in the 10 last years, we had two, three big storms that destroyed more than 50% of the crop. But anyway, that's something we can't do anything about it. It's part of the job. You have good parts and bad parts and frost and hail would be part of the bad, <laughs> the bad stuff. And nature. <laughs> exactly. So getting back to this cognac, the cellars that you have at the domain, would you say they're humid or dry or something in between? Uh, they're quite humid because we store the very old cognac in a, in an old cellar from the building and it's off in the ground. The humidity and because we have big walls and uh, the temperature stays inside, it's a, a cellar which is particularly adapted to, to store and to age a cognac. Great. And the alcohol level of this uh, XO, it's 40%, correct? 40%. Yeah, sure. 40%. And are any additives, coloring, sugar, anything like that used in this XO cognac? Oh, we don't add any sugar, that's for sure. So the, the idea is to make a, a, a cognac, which is uh, very natural and as you could taste it when it comes out from the, the cask, I would say. So, of course, we have to reduce the strength down to 40, uh, but that's the only thing we would we would add. And about the reduction process, yeah. um, I understand it's a very slow process in cognac as sure. opposed to, say, Scottish whiskey. Can you briefly discuss the different stages of how a cognac like the XO is reduced? 
Yeah, so the eau de vie we get after the distillation is around 70% of alcohol. Then this eau de vie is stored into oak. And during the aging process, we are going to lose a part of this alcohol because of the evaporation. That's what we call the angel's share. And we usually lose 1% of alcohol per year. So this cognac, which is 25 years old, the eau de vie has lost roughly 25 degrees uh, of alcohol. So the cognac is still around 45% of alcohol. And in order to reduce it down to 40, we add something we call petit zoo. So it is a blend of eau de vie and distillated water. The blend is about 20% of alcohol. And we add them little by little to the eau de vie in order to reduce the, the strength. And of course, the older is a cognac, the less petit zoo we add. And an XO, which is 25, has just a few petit zoo and quite a, in a long time because the reduction process would be made within four or six months, I would say. Okay. So that's interesting. You reduce with the petit zoo, not yeah. just distilled water. No, because the drop would be too big if we add water directly to the car. So we have to do it step by step and with a small reduction time by time. If we move to a tasting note now of this XO, how would you describe the nose and the palate of this cognac? Alors, the nose is as a spicy and pepper note, I would say. This spicy taste is brought by the oak and yeah, it's a nose which is very not too aggressive, very soft, very smooth. And the bouquet coming out from this cognac is very rich. And that's particularly for this old cognac, it's very round. And in terms of flavors, many of the same, I imagine? Exactly. All these spicy notes come from the aging. So this uh, pepper taste, vanilla, cinnamon can be found in the taste of this cognac. What would you say to a cognac amateur that rarely explores outside of the Grand Champagne. What would you say to that person to encourage them to explore the other cru, notably the Fambois? It's true that Grand Champagne is the more popular and the most famous area of cognac. But what makes a cognac is, of course, a soil but also a knowledge, a way to, to store the cognac, the way to distill it, the way to blend it. The, the soil is just a part of the quality range, I would say. And the Petit Champagne in the Fimbois, you have very fruity eau de vie and the, you can find very good cognac made in these regions, even if the, the soil is not as chalky, and, but the, the soil is anyway very good for this kind of uh, eau de vie because the fruitiness, the expression of, of richness in the eau de vie can be found quite easily. Thank you very much, Mathieu, for your time, for your explanations. Bonne fête and Thank au revoir. You. Have a good day. Bye. Au revoir. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast. All bottles of this calendar can be found on cognacexpert.com. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.